0: All right, welcome back to the Bradford Show. I'm Rob Bradford, along with my sidekick, Brian Barrett, who's evolving into something much more. Excellent job so far, Brian. Thank you. Uh, Speaking of excellent jobs, Durbin Feldman did an excellent job last year pitching in the Boston Red Sox organization for both Portland and Worcester. His brand has never been hotter. Um, And that's why we are getting ahead of the curve and having him come on and talk about the great game of baseball. The first person that we have come on, talk about the great game of baseball from Fort Myers, who is employed by the Boston Red Sox since the lockout ended Durbin. How are you doing? How's everything going?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, my goodness. Um, Things are going well down here. Yeah, Yeah.
0: let's go. Right. Well, I mean, really, I mean, what have you been working out? Have you been have you been milling around down there? What's going on? I've been down
1: here for uh, almost a month now, actually. I got here like the 12th of February, I think.
0: Okay. All right. There you go. All right. So um, Durbin obviously dominated TCU. He's drafted in the third round by the Red Sox. And uh, had a little bit of a hiccup, some control problems a couple years ago. But like you said, bounced back last year, had an excellent year. Now, Durbin, I got a call from a scout. I'm not going to say the name of the team this probably like just a few weeks ago, honestly. And he was asking about you. And you know why he was asking yeah. about you? Because they were thinking of taking you in the Rule 5 draft. Right? Correct? Yeah.
1: Does that make sense?
0: <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it does. Yeah. So so you weren't put on the 40-man roster, so you were eligible for a Rule 5 draft. And I, I spoiler alert, I spoke glowingly of you. And I said, yeah, that would be the best thing your organization I ever did. Um, but, you know, they canceled the rule five draft. Now you're back with the red Sox. You're going to be at major league camp. Talk to me about how weird that whole situation was, because like I said, you could have very well have been a guy picked by another organization. And if you're a rule five guy, you know, you have a path to the major leagues. I still think you have a path to the major leagues with the red sox, but it must have been a weird off season for you.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it's frustrating and disappointing when they made that decision. Um, did not put me on the 40 man back in November. Um, and so my goal the whole off season was do everything I can to get rule five drafted. Um, and then to see that cancel is kind of a gut punch kind of, it's like making the playoffs and then they cancel the whole post season. Um, but that's out of my control now. So it's now it's put in the work and then try to debut uh, with the Red Sox. So um, it was, it was really frustrating when then when I came out with the news, I mean, it's kind of heartbreaking too, but uh, so I can't control it anymore. Uh, so it's just
0: keep going from there. So, so my question is, and this is, there's so many different issues when it came to this, these negotiations, but did you see that coming? Like when you when when they're talking about Rule Five draft, it's sort of not at the forefront of negotiations. Yeah, it's mentioned every once in a while. But for you, this was the be all end all, right? Did you did you get a sense that this was coming, or when in the last week we're like, wait, wait, what, what, is, what what's going on? They're canceling the Rule Five draft.
1: Yeah, I mean everybody hopes for opportunity um, with like especially with the Rule Five, it's kind of like that, almost like a lottery ticket. Um, you go obviously make a team, you stay at the whole year. Um, if you do well. So, um, yeah, I could once uh, I saw that article come out a couple of weeks ago about yeah, eight owners or whatever wanted to cancel with rule five. I mean, I didn't want to believe it at first, but I mean, I kind of saw it coming. And then um, the later it, the lockout extended, I could kind of I could kind of read the writing on the wall um, with it, but didn't want to believe it until they actually came out with it. And then uh, that hurt some more. So, um yeah, it was tough. Durbin,
2: obviously Rob mentioned earlier that you bounced back in 2021 after a difficult 2019. So uh, what was it like in that 2020 season where there was no season for you? What did you do to get better during that time?
1: Um, it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Obviously, it sucks I mean, for everybody around the world, but not to have a season. Um, but it kind of gave me some time where I could do things that I normally wouldn't be able to do in an off season or during the season, or even spring training um, where I could throw a bullpen and really not have to worry about, Oh, I am got to get ready for a game or anything. So I could kind of tinker with some stuff, um, kind of simplified my mechanics, uh, went back to how I threw in college um, a little bit and could just work and kind of break down everything that I normally don't do. Um so I learned more about myself and like how my body moves during that time than I have, I think, any time playing baseball really because uh, it's just me in a cage throwing at my little brother. So
0: it was it was pretty cool. Well, well, it worked. <laughs> it worked. I mean, <laughs> listen. I mean, in, did, Port, in Portland <laughs> last year, in Portland last year. In case people don't know, you know, you you appeared in 22 games. You went six and zero with a three two nine ERA. And most importantly, um, you struck out 37, only walked 10. But then you got better when you went to Worcester. I mean, you you were two five nine ERA in 17 games, 25 strikeouts, and in only four walks. And so, you know, we you know we had talked. Listen, the first time I met you, we did an interview in the hotel Commonwealth. You had just signed at a TCU, um, and we had great aspirations for you. So we've been following you throughout your career. Um, so I was so happy to see you do really well last year. And then as the year went on, wait, you're doing well, you're doing well, you're doing, you're doing, you're going to AAA, you're doing really well. When you get to AAA and you start doing what you did, you're like, okay, yeah, I can do this. I would imagine say so I can, I can, I'm one step away and I went up a level and I got even better.
1: Yeah, double A is not my friend, I tell you what. <laughs> so I guess uh I got to triple A. I'm like, all right, this is starting to get back to back to me. Um so yeah, just kept doing what I was doing and uh the, last year in double A and just kinda of carried over and then things just kept going. So, um I mean they really preached and they're doing it uh David Bush is doing it with in Big Week Camp of just getting ahead. So um I kinda I think in twenty nineteen my biggest like downfall was I'd get behind in counts and then try to like nibble versus now I'll concede a strikeout and just be like, all right, here, hit the ball. And they make weak contact with it. So I'm just kind of going after hitters now. And um, it seems to be working.
0: So when, when I talked to that scout, you know, he had said that the front office, the front office basically says, Hey, go ask about this guy. Right. So the reason why front offices do that these days is because they see analytics they see results yeah. but they also see analytics they see spin rate they see whatever um for you did you notice that were they telling you hey you know listen your your curveball's rotation is a lot better than it used to be it's really jumping out what did you notice that you were getting uh separated because of analytical uh analysis from the organization what how they were measuring things
1: um I mean, my fastball started to carry a little bit more, obviously with the uh, different baseball, but I, last year, I don't feel like that was my best self. Um, I was kind of dealing with a, a, a little injury. And um, so that kind of hindered, I think my data like you're talking about. Um, but yeah, this year's, I mean, it, I'm, I'm back, so it should be back to normal, but yeah, with that new baseball that's, Fastball kind of carries a little bit more, makes it the vertical break or um, whatever, ride or whatever you want to call it, um, kind of picked up a little. So, yeah, that that helped a lot, I think, because then I could just kind of throw fastballs at the top of the zone and if they hit it, they hit it straight up. So it was kind of nice.
0: Was that a topic of conversation with the baseball? I mean, we talk, we focus so much about the baseball being different for hitters. But, you know, for instance, like when Chris Sale goes down to Worcester, did he say, "Oh man, this baseball is different"? Or were they using the same baseball? I forget. But we, no, they use the same baseball. They but, use the uh, same, the, ba- but it was it like, was a different. Yeah. yeah. So, but with, were the pitchers it's, talking about that a lot?
1: Um, not not too much. I mean, it is a different baseball from the minor league ball to the big league ball, or even the AAA ball. Because the AAA ball, I think, is supposed to be the same as the big league ball now. Um, so it's lower seams, um, so you can kind of rip it. and It carries a little bit better um so it carries better for a pitcher but it also carries better for a hitter too so it's kind of a d- double-edged sword there um but i mean if you if i do my job well then it only matters for me right yeah durbin so. speaking
2: of uh, chris sale so what was it like first of all what was polar park like last year and what was it like when chris sale came there
1: oh it was incredible uh, polar park um is top notch it's i mean everything's brand new obviously and it's it was a lot of fun to play there too. Fans came out. I mean, it was packed when, when they called it, what was it? Sale day came down they yeah. sold out. Even the lawn was jam packed and um, I actually got a pitch at the end of one of his games. Um, and that was a lot of fun to pitch in front of everybody, but just having uh, Chris down there was a lot of fun too. He, I mean, he rode the bus with us uh, one time. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it was fun to just be around a guy like that and um, just have some fun play ball I mean it wasn't it's just playing baseball Durbin wasn't he like
2: concerned that he wanted to make sure you guys
1: kept a winning streak going at some point (laughs) oh yeah I think so yeah (laughs) I mean he's all in I mean I think it was his first bus ride he's ever had uh, was with us so that was kind of kind of cool all
0: right Durbin so now now tomorrow well you get your physical tomorrow um and then you get after it with the within the big league camp, and I would imagine you're going in with a mindset that you're making the big league team, and this isn't just hey, you got a major league invite. You know, for instance, you know, there's guys like Nick York was in the major league camp last year. He's out of high school; they just want to give him a taste. I would imagine for you, this is about making the major league team and do, putting your best foot forward, and you have three weeks to do it. Um So, what's your what? How what are you thinking? How are you feeling? What's the whole vibe? As you get ready on the eve of Major League Camp, of trying to make this Major League team?
1: Uh, let's just continue what I did last year. Um, I mean, getting ready for the season, so a lot to work on. But, um, I mean, I think that's everybody's goal in um, Big League Camp uh, is try to make the team. So, um, I mean, it's kind of a longer shot, obviously, for guys not on the 40 man. Um, but I just, my focus is on what I can control, and that's. Um, what I do ever did there. So um, I just continue what I did last year and uh, see what happens.
0: All right. A lot, last thing before we let you go. Appreciate the time. Durbin Feldman joins us. Uh, it, throughout the course of the last couple of months on the Brad Show podcast, we had Tanner Houck and Garrett Whitlock go back and forth about who would win in a running race, um, which is very, very important. We always have to know who is going to win in a 50 yard dash. They claim that it would beat each other, so obviously that has to happen at some point in the next week or two. Um, and then we had uh, this just the other day. Uh, minor league Alex Benellis, who came over in the Jackie Bradley trade, he said that he wanted to race Marcelo Meyer. And tr- which now, evidently, talking to some minor leaguers down there, they said that's all they talked about at dinner. This, so this is the biggest co- topic of conversation: who would win in races? So my I'm question, Tanner, by the way, the what? <laughs> I said, I'm smoking Tanner. Uh, oh, oh we that. got a third person. <laughs> we have a third person. Here we go. Third person in the how Whitlock, and Feldman race. So you're smoking Tanner. Are you smoking uh, Whitlock? He's got long strides. I haven't,
1: I haven't seen him. I, I haven't seen him run. So okay. um, I have confidence in it. But, I mean,
0: 50 yards. I mean, he's got those long strides. I, I don't know. know if, I know. I know. Well, you I are officially entered. You are entered into Bradford Show Olympics. <laughs> but besides that. I, as I said to Alex Benalas, I said, here, you can pick anybody you want. Somebody usually who probably thinks they're going to beat you. Because when he said Marcelo Meyer, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Wait a second. You're picking the, the, the power-hitting third baseman is picking the shortstop, but he claims that he could beat him in a race. Durbin Feldman, who do you want to challenge to your race? Not to say we're going to do it, because that's up to Alex Cora, but if you could say, I want to race this person because I know I can beat them and they think I can't beat them. Um.
1: I'll, I'll take Cutter Crawford. He's my roommate, so I'll go in and tell
0: him right after this too. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Is he on Twitter? Is Cutter Crawford on Twitter? Uh, uh I'm not sure. All I right, think well, so. we'll make sure the word I'm gets to sure. him because listen, this has to be All a right. thing. This has to be a thing. <laughs> All right, Dermot. All right, good stuff. I'll be down there in a couple days. I'll we'll say hi. I Always ap- appreciate talking with you. And uh, and you have also you have officially you officially become the Brad Foe Show minor league pitcher we're going to follow. And but now it's going to be major league pitcher in just a couple of weeks. So throughout camp, awesome. you you, are, you have been adopted by the Bradfoe Show. Awesome, thank you guys. Good luck. Appreciate you having me. Okay, Durbin Feldman, right. there he is. Good
2: guy. That was funny. Yeah, he is a good guy. The Rule
0: Five stuff was excellent.
2: Yeah, I mean, you don't think about it from a guy like no. a guy like his perspective. We no. just look at it in terms of how it affects the game in general. But he thought he was going to a different organization.
0: And we could talk a little bit more about that after the break. I said we have Coop coming up later in the show talking about the most viral moments on social media from baseball, uh, which there was a lot of them, but we're going to pick the top three. We got a couple callers, 617 and we'll rehash uh, I, I, like we always do. I want you to give the highlights of the Durbin Feldman interview. I want to give you your biggest takeaway, which we probably just said, but we can expand on it because it is a big deal. I mean, Garrett Whitlock came in the Rule 5 draft last year, Brian Barrett. Right. He may be in the
2: minor leagues right now if it wasn't for the Rule 5 draft.
0: I mean, can you imagine if they didn't have it?
2: No, I can't because the Red Sox wouldn't have Garrett Whitlock, who was their best reliever last year. All right,
0: that's Brian Barrett. Where would they be without Whitlock? I don't know. Who knows? And that's what they're Long strides. And this is is the big win for the Red Sox. They don't lose Durbin Feldman in the Rule 5 draft. He makes the team. He becomes a valuable There's room in the pen. I'm telling you that. that. There's room room in the pen. All right, that's Brian Barrett. I'm Rob Bradford. This is a Bradford Show. Be back after this.
3: The home for Sox fans. Now,
0: here's what's trending on WEEI.
2: The Bees are at home for a date with the Coyotes. Puck drops at seven. The C's have won sixteen of eighteen after topping the Pistons 114, 103 on Friday. They'll host the Mavericks on Sunday afternoon. And after the game, Kevin Garnett's gonna get his jersey retired. Brett are you gonna be in the building for that? No. They didn't invite you? I figured you be. I don't I, like
0: that they're doing it after the game.
2: I don't get that either. Why not at halftime?
0: Yeah.
2: It is kinda weird. I don't know. Is it? it's, uh, it's, it's the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. And especially, so are they going to stop serving in the fourth quarter? Because if you're going to stick around for the Garnett thing, you want to keep going, yeah. right?
0: Every time I think about doing something after the game, all I can think of is when they filmed the scene from um, um, Fever Pitch after a red Sox game. They asked everyone to stay in the stands while Drew Barrymore ran across the field. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I guess you would have to do yeah, that. Yeah, it's the same thing. Say, Everyone's saying the same thing. Were you Kevin in that Garnett? movie? No.
2: Oh, no, movie just Tangway. The Revs host Real Salt Lake tonight. <laughs> The Hut Stove back. Fox Sports reports the Sox among the teams in on Jorge Soler. He hit 27 home runs, splitting time with the Royals and the Braves in 2021. He has a World Series. He was the World Series MVP. Three home runs in the World Series. Odyssey Insider John Heyman reports the Sox among five teams in pursuit of Japanese outfielder Sahe Suzuki. The other clubs are the Mariners, the Dodgers, the Giants, and the Cubs. Martin Perez signing with the Rangers, one-year 4 million dollar deal. Steve Pralt is very upset about this. No longer we, will we have Perez Day. Carlos Rodon signing a two-year 44 million deal, million dollar deal with the Giants. Clayton Kershaw returning to the Dodgers on a one-year contract. And John Heyman also reports the Blue Jays are signing Yusei Kikuchi to a three-year 36 million dollar deal. He had just a 4.41 ERA for Seattle last year. NFL Adam Schefter reports the Cowboys are trading wide receiver Amari Cooper and a six-round draft pick to the Cleveland Browns for a 2022 fifth-round pick and a six-round pick. Oh, and oh, by the way, in media news, Joe Buck is going to ESPN to be the voice of Monday Night Football, which leaves us with this question. Maybe we'll tackle it at some point. Who's going to be calling the World Series? We could do that. Uh, Burkhart?
0: We could do that at 554. <laughs> okay,
2: that's it's trending now on WEI and WEI.com.
4: Ralph Pooncho.
0: Thank you to Raphael Devers for joining us uh, with that soundbite. Can, can we replay the Raphael Devers interview again? Thank you Rafi for joining us. Uh, you can catch that on the wei.com audio on demand page as well as a few other nuggets from the show. Lou Maloney joined us. Uh, Durbin Feldman was excellent. Um, we are going to probably do a post off of him talking about uh, his honesty very we got, all we want is honesty. That's all we want. We just want honesty. He was very honest about his lot in life when it came to not being able to enter into the rule five draft. And also who could forget Allison's call. I mean oh, Allison's man. call. I mean, this is she was heated. This is the gift that should be keep on should keep on giving for the entire week when it comes to baseball. Yeah. I mean this is the passion.
2: Can I say one thing about the Devers joining us earlier today? Sure. I freaking love that guy, man. How about last year in the postseason with a compromised limb? Remember that? How bad his oh, arm was who, hurting him? Who was who, was the, per- <laughs> he was, he who was,
0: was the who was the person that that basically chased him to the bus after the last game in Houston to ask him about his arm? Was it you? It was me. <laughs> the Bradfield I, Show. I, I, everyone was it's waiting. Coming full everyone was waiting in uh, scrum. Because we had to be wait outside the clubhouse, you know? So, basically, we're bringing one guy up. This was after the last game. And Devers sort of sneaks out, walks out. Everyone's like, oh, bye, bye, bye. And I'm like, i got to ask him. Because this was a big storyline, right? Yeah, like, he was taking one arm off the bat. Yeah. And he was hitting home runs that and way. He was. And he was very. He was well, very. He was very honest. And I think
2: I believe from your story, wasn't it? He said when he missed, it hurt more. Yeah,
0: yeah. But everyone knew that. Everyone yeah. could see that, that. You could see. Yeah. You just like he said that never had to have surgery or anything. But it is something that you know we should ask him down in Fort Myers. When did that go away? Because you know you don't want it to linger. Anyway, we got to get to the calls. Thanks again, Durbin, Feldman, Lou Merloney, everybody for joining us. Uh, we have Coop coming up. Coop, our guy, Coop with the top three viral moments of baseball because I feel like we have to integrate social media in our conversation because Brian Barrett, um, why he is uh, Instagram famous, he's not on Instagram. He has no Instagram account. Um, we're gonna get that Instagram account for him. We're gonna get you a, if we do nothing else this season. We're gonna make you Instagram more famous. All right. I hear a lot of people talk about me on Instagram. They do. They talk. You're all the yeah. buzz. Now you just need an account. All right. All right. Let's cruise through these. Uh, all right. Let's go to Polly first. What's going on, Polly? How you doing? Hey. What do
5: you say, Brad? Well, I'll promise I'll go a little easier on you. Uh, no. It's all so, good. Uh, it's so all Brian, good. I, so I appreciate Brian, you holding so on. So What's Brian, going on? Hang up on me.
0: No, it was yeah, I, yeah, Pauly, I? don't. Pauly, hold on. I don't There's have control key? over that. I don't right, have control. Yeah, it over wasn't, that. By the way, that was yeah. neither one of us. But Paulie, we're talking about the future, not the past. What's going on, Paulie?
5: Right, right. So, if, but if he starts acting up, you give him the old dinero. Now I you won't. listen to me, kid. I give him. I give him <laughs> the. I like that.
0: Give him the old dinero.
5: <laughs> I love you guys. I love. I apologize with the other I was getting a little hot. But anyway, um, yeah. First, I want to pay tribute to Allison. That was. I, I have to agree with you when you said. I said, yeah, it really was her best call of all time. I have to say, because normally she's a bit of a nervous Nelly, but she was just flowing. Let's say, like a you know, like a waterfall without a, a without my, skipping uh, a, a beat,
0: a, right? Right, right Polly. I mean, without skipping a beat. Yeah, I mean, like genius, you could, you could, because she was so passionate, I and mean, she
5: she really meant what she was saying, and she just let it rip, and she just lost, it. she went into the zone, yeah. and she was flowing like a like a waterfall. Um, on the side of a snow-capped mountain on a warm Ooh, spring day.
0: Okay.
5: Yeah, it was that was that was good, Allison. That was great. All right, Paul. What but, do you got? What I, you got you really uh, got? Yeah, I can really appreciate the passion by uh, by all the people coming back with baseball. And listen to the radio all the time. And I have that same passion for football and hockey. And even though you know I excelled at baseball when I was a kid, I mean I was the first pick in little league in my town. I was, uh, you know, I threw a kid out for first base on the big field from center field on a single. Um, by the time I was my, midway through my sophomore year in high school, Rob, I had replaced one of the senior tri captains as a starting center field for Denham denim high, and one of the coaches said to me, Paul, I've never seen a kid in denim able to go get a ball like you. But, I mean, and I excel at the game, but I don't have the passion for it like I have for hockey and football. And I can really appreciate what I'm hearing from you, from her, and others. Lou. You know when I you know when when I, when I listen to this and I can relate to my my football and my 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 uh, hockey passion, especially football. But Bogarts, he's one he's looking for contract. You know until you know we're talking five to ten years, probably close to the ten. That's based largely on speculation. You can't tell me that you're going to be the same player at the end of your thirties that you was say you would be at the beginning of your thirties or, or the end of your twenties. Say so you want to if you want a can't miss kid coming up in your early twenties, then you can get that long term contract. 10 years where you could pr- pretty well say, well, yeah, kid's a guy probably still have it by the end of those 10 years, or eight to 10 years or so. But this is what the problem is with the baseball players. They, they've gotten so much of the, in the terms of guaranteed money that they just want everything right down the line. They expect that they're gonna, their owners are going to acquiesce right down the line. And that's where it fall, falls apart. But we all do love Bogarts, like Allison was saying. When she was saying that, well, how much she loves and everybody loves Bogarts, I say, I say it, too. I love, I, I love Sandy, too. He's just a great man, a great good leader, so on and so forth. I think the best idea is to make him bring him in, reel him in off the, air, off the ledge, and make. if you want this big money, you're going to have to come uh, for so long, you're going to have to come way down on what you, what you want and be more realistic. Why are we moving over to second base? Because we do want you to continue to be the leader of this team until the end, perhaps, you know, your, your late 30s. And then bring in, say, Correa you know, to play short stuff, a guy that
0: can play the position better. But uh, Paul, thanks for having Paul, me again. I love you, boy. I love your passion. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. There you go. A lot of good stuff. All right. Paul, I call back next week. Again, we want passionate people here, and we want people who appreciate the passion are complimenting other calls for their passion. That's probably got all of that with a lot more.
2: Got to hear about his call. high school career, too. Yeah,
0: that's all good. It's all good. South in Florida. Hey, Seth, thanks for holding on through the Durbin Feldman interview. Thanks for holding on. Thanks for listening. What's going on?
3: Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Uh, love your show as always. Um, I, you know, we we're talking earlier about, uh, you know, what w- what are the priorities for the Sox? for For do we need an outfielder? Do we need you know, you know, back end of the bullpen starter? I'm not hearing anything about defense, and I I worry about the state of the Red Sox defense. I think that it, you know, not only do you lose whatever bases and runs to errors, but you can screw up your bullpen. It puts high stress at bats on your pitchers and their pitch counts, and you can mess up your bullpen into the next game. I I just feel like if you're a subpar defensive team, you can't really – be expecting yourself to be a championship. Favorite. So Seth,
0: let me ask you this. You and this that? has been brought up. Yeah. It was brought up after the. It was brought up before the year last year. It was brought up after the year last year. Remember, Alice Cora saying they need to be more athletic, and you know they did it some some stages, but still defensively, they weren't a really really consistent good team. So let me ask you this, Seth. What do you do? Because this is what they're they're sort of caught in. You have Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers on the left side of the infield. You got Jackie Bradley, but you're not being perceived perceiving him as an everyday outfielder. What do you do?
3: I think you got to go. I think he. I think Klein's uh, got to work the phones and and get creative, and um, you know, there's. There's players maybe, you know, uh, half a grade below Kike Hernandez out there. I mean, he's he's good at finding those guys, you know, that are plucked out of some Midwestern National League city that we all say, you know, Kyle who? And when's he getting here? And he turns out turns out to be a home run. So I, I, I don't have any names. I guess I don't follow the league. That no, no, it's that fine. But it's, it's
0: more about the names you have. And, and, Seth, thanks for the call. I really appreciate the call back next week. Sorry, it is, is D.C. Th- in the Midwest? Who? Is, is Washington, D.C. in the Midwest? Uh, maybe. I mean Mid-Atlantic, uh, i but, but but, The thing is, the Red Sox are trading guys to the Midwest. That's the problem. Andrew Benintendi goes away and wins a gold glove, which is unbelievable.
2: Yeah. But, Rob, it's a good point, but you, you make a good point as well. You can't really fix it. Your two best players, your shortstop and your third baseman, are not good defensive players. You're not going to get better overnight on the defense unless you're getting rid of one of your two best players. I mean, you, you just really can't upgrade the defense that much. Now, the Solaire thing is scary. Great hitter, twenty-seven home yeah. runs, high walk rate, but you know what? He's one of the worst defensive right fielders in baseball.
0: Yeah. So, and the other part about it, so at second base, remember Jose Iglesias when he came over, and everyone thought he was a good def- defensive player. I believe that from years past, he was, and then everyone's surfacing, "Oh my goodness, he's one of the worst defensive shortstops." On a cons- analytically, uh, that's what people were pointing to. Then he got here, like, "Oh, he wasn't that bad. He was fine." I think you got to be really, really careful. Like Christian Arroyo is another one. Yeah. Like, Christian Roy hasn't made an error, not to say errors are the be-all end-all. He hasn't made an error since ju- June 2nd, 2019. Yeah. He's a good defensive second baseman. But I, my guess, and you know this better than I, the analytics probably aren't too kind to him when it comes to range, right? No, he's,
2: like, about average. But yeah. the one thing I'll say, though, is, like, last year the Red Sox are dead last in defensive efficiency. They were two wins away from getting to the World Series. So it's almost like you're so down this road in terms of where you're at defensively. You might as well just dig in all offense because yeah. your defense is not even going to be mediocre. It's going to be bad. I mean, that's just the reality you face. So you have to. Have There's always so offense.
0: much you can do unless you want to blow it up with a trade right. with Zander Bogarts, Raphael Devers, Terry in Maine. What's going on, Terry? How are you? I'm a little annoyed. All right, let's do I it. Appreciate
4: the, I appreciate the shout out a, a few segments ago. Um, so. Bloom's not going to spend any money in 2022, much like he didn't in 2021. He's got a window in mind. He's eventually going to spend money. But it's not this year. Was it wasn't last year. Hopefully it's going to be next year when, like, $95 million comes off the books. But I'm just so annoyed. I mean, the only thing that guy has done well so far is his drafting. His free agent pitchers have all been terrible. He got Ottavino and Whitlock. So, you know, in the bullpen, fine, that, that, good job on that. The Mookie Betts trade, wouldn't you agree that he's a top five all-time Boston Red Sox Ooh, player? Ready?
0: Oh, wait, 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 Terry. Brian Barrett has a great Mookie Bet stat for you. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. He was
2: a below average outfielder the last year, Ooh, minus two. There you go. Outs above average. He actually But he didn't... will be in the
0: Hall of Fame. That's my stat. What else? What but, else? But no, hold on. Is Like top five Red Sox of all time? He could have been. I'm going there. He could have been. I'm going there. Oh, he could have been, but he wasn't.
2: I mean, come on. He wasn't no, here he, no, he could have been. Yeah, and he was horrible in the postseason. Yeah. No, he's not a top five Red Sox of all time. All right. I, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I wasn't a fan
4: of, of re-signing him, but I think he's he's top five, no worse, six or seven. And Is he better th- than Ortiz? Even the guys we got back. Even the guys we got back in that trade, it's been underwhelming. Jeter Downs might never pan out. They're trying to trade for a stud catcher, that Jacob Stallings guy. So what does that tell you they feel about Connor Wong? And then Alex Verdugo yeah. is a little bit injury-prone, went backwards. You traded one no, of your No, he did not go backwards,
2: great. Terry. That's, that's false. That's, he did not go backwards last year. Do you see what he was doing at the end of the season? He was really good at the end of the year.
4: Yeah, he, he 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 was so good he got rele, relegated down to the seven hole or the eight hole wherever he ended up, and he just he he wasn't that great, and the, the defense wasn't even that great compared to. Uh, 2020 when he was actually playing, he was in actually right field. one of the
2: best defensive left fielders in baseball last year by the metrics.
0: All right, Terry, we get we get a cool. run. I appreciate cool. you calling. Call back next week. We're up against it because we got to get to our social media uh, moments of the week with our guy Coop. Who's... Wait, but hold on. No, no, we're going to talk right. about this Top after the five, break. We're gonna talk about time. All right, Let's you, you got all. On. I think everyone lined up. But we're going to prioritize Coop. Coop, what's going on? Thanks for hanging on. It's you know we're jam packed with people, obviously because I don't know if oh you gosh, knew this. I the lockout tell. ended. So people are all is, all fired I'm, up in all kinds is the first of different I'm ways. About it. What Blockout's done? I this know. Is the first, I'm hearing about it. I know. Crazy. I know. I know. And, and by the way, no one had a better week than you, Coop. Nobody had a better week than you. I feel like say that. Why do I say it? I don't know because you dominate social media. Because you're dominating now. Because you're. You know, the baseballs and boring, like, package of shirts are on the way. I confirmed that today, finally. So, uh, and by oh, the way, Justin.
6: stop. Keep going. Keep going.
0: Uh, no, and, and uh, I mean, you are the straw that stirs a drink in so many ways. So, including, I by like the that. way, one of everyone's favorite segments, which is the three most important social media moments in baseball for the week. Is that a good way to phrase this? Important. You kept changing it up. I heard viral at the
6: beginning of the show. I heard awesome, and now
0: I'm hearing most important. How do you? It's your thing. It's your thing. What do you want to do? How, how do you want to phrase it? Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to appease you. But, I mean,
6: Rob, I've I've got lists on top of lists for different moments in baseball this week. So you just, I'm the Mitt Romney of baseball moments. I have binders full <laughs> of baseball moments for you. All
0: right, all right. Let's get to it. All right, number number three. Number what you right, you afraid, three, we're gonna Before be you do violent. it, before you do it, define what these are. Define what the list is
6: most viral and i went off of the amount of engagements the amount of views that some of these videos might have gotten on uh, on twitter I've, I've got some of the numbers for you
0: okay all right number
6: three number three so this is the lowest right now only because it came out today but it's going off hot it's max scherzer he came out and he, he told everyone the way he celebrated was that he just simply drank a lot uh he, premiered about noon today on SNY's uh, social media, and it's about like 140,000 views right now in just under four hours. So that one's going to be cooking. I-, I would imagine that's going to get picked up by the barstools of the world and everything. Uh, moving on to number two, we have unranked Texas State taking down the number one Longhorns. Uh, earlier this week, Tristan Sturr came in in the bottom of the ninth, struck out the last batter, and then tossed up a Horned Down, Ooh. which I... I, was that was that banned by the NCAA or was that just for uh, I do not know that. division play?
0: I don't have to answer that question. I remember
6: that was like highly contentious, but uh, that <laughs>
2: yeah, got it was about banned 1. by the Big 12. Million
0: views this week. Ban- oh, Brian Barrett knows it was banned by the Big Twelve. Yeah, they
2: they banned it in football. The Big Twelve did.
0: Uh, flying in baseball?
6: We got backflips and we got horns down.
0: There you go. It's all right. So, so that's number, number two. Was number one.
6: I should say I was going top to bottom, but uh, Ole Miss strikes out and then throws out the last runner of the game uh, earlier this week. That got 2.3 million views. For the best part of that video, aside from the aside from the strikeout throwout to end the game, best part of it was some it was some like 2015, 2016 Red Sox stuff with the uh, the celebration between the shortstop and the second base, a little uh, alley oop dunk.
0: So where 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 can we so give us the best Twitter? I let's say Twitter for for the sake of our audience. Give us the best accounts to find all three of these.
6: I was about to say we got more than just Twitter. You can find baseball isn't boring. Where all these clips are. Okay, that's also that all we need TV to know.
0: Isn't boring. But BB That's isn't boring. Right? That's where you can find them all.
6: BB isn't boring on Twitter and on Instagram. We put up those clips all the time, all throughout the week, keeping you entertained even when the lockout was going on. And now that the lockout's over, I can tell you there's going to be a lot more stuff going on.
0: Well, and and honorable, you know what the honorable mention is, Coop? What's the honorable mention? Justin Turner getting uh, his equipment uh, out of Justin the car. Turner, the Maserati. <laughs> the Maserati. I let him borrow my car, Coop. There you go. Justin Turner of the Dodgers getting the the equipment out of the car, wearing the baseball isn't boring t-shirt. top moment. Say again? We can't
6: can't play bias there. It has to be a top moment. We can't play bias. I'm playing bias. I'm not going to go out and put that. But it it was a top moment.
0: All right, Coop. We're going to do – Coop was with us on the excellent Alex Pinellas podcast on the Bradford Show. You can check that out. Coop, that was a good one, wasn't it? That was very good.
6: Oh, my God. I got a, I got a really good quote out of him on Marcelo Meyers. So if, if you have any interest in prospects, I would, I would check out that
0: interview. It's, it's, you, absolutely. We're going to do some more podcasts. Coop will be part of them. Brad show Coop, man. Thanks a lot. I'll talk to you.
6: Thanks for having me on Bradford. Brian, you have a great weekend. You too, man. Appreciate
2: it, bro. It, it
0: begins here. Coop. It begins here. Here we go. All right. The launching point. That's my, our guy Coop. That's Brian Barrett. I'm Rob Bradford. We're going to take a quick break. Then we'll try to squeeze in a couple more calls. And then what do we got at the top of the hour? What's happening? Taking over the Big East tournament. Ooh, Big East tournament. Providence lost. No butt
2: and no loo. They don't have UConn or Providence. The Big they East final,
0: lost. then the Pac-12 final. We're getting, we're getting Nova. all those. Crate Nova. Oh, UConn lost. Was yeah, it, was, it was it close? Was it close?
2: I believe that one was close. Okay. Providence got oh, Providence blown up football. by crazy. Yeah, uh, anyway. By the way, can I just
0: say one quick? No, thing? no cool. we got to no. take oh, a break. All right. Uh, that six one. <laughs> actually, I'm not even going to give the call. We see you lined up. We'll try to squeeze you in. We got the Big East final coming up at the top of the hour. This is the Bradford show. I'm Rob Bradford. That's Brian Barrett. Be back after this. All right. This is the Bradford show. I'm Rob Bradford along with Brian Barrett, Matt Durant, Beyond the Glass. Excellent job, Matt. Excellent job. I Thanks, hope you Rob. had fun.
6: Oh, always fun with you guys. Well,
0: is it always? Is it? Really?
6: Well, it hasn't
4: been for about eight months, but now it's fun. It is
0: fun. It feels like baseball, like we said. These shows just, you turn on the electricity, boom, here it is. And today we want to thank a lot of people. We want to thank, obviously, Allison in Cambridge. You can check her call. We don't usually pluck calls and make them into their own audio post, but we felt like that was worth it. It'll be up on WEI.com. It was one of the better calls that we've had in a long, long time. Uh, Lou Maloney called from Fort Myers, beat boots on the ground. Lou, some good, good perspective. He'll be there tomorrow as well. Then I'm going to head on down on Tuesday to help with the broadcast and do all the reporting and all that stuff. Uh, Durbin Feldman, Red Sox pitcher, uh, who was very, very honest, very honest about his lot in life. Um, it was great. And you can check that out also on WI.com. We'll get Coop's five most viral moments on social media from the world of baseball. We'll post that as well. Very important, the at BB isn't boring account, which is catching on like wildfire. Justin Turner, the latest to jump aboard wearing the baseball is boring T-shirt Why unloading his Maserati dislike Brian Barrett. Well, he borrowed it from me. Okay, so. there you go. Uh, be- so, this- Did I
2: make one prediction before we leave? Can we, all right, we- go. Okay, so... Alex Verdugo will have the highest batting average on the Red Sox. There we go. Season. There from, we go. From August until the end of the season, he had three twenty eight. That was 11th in Major League Baseball, and he's 8th out of 42. Put it on, write
0: it on the board. I'll write it on the board. On he the was
2: 8th out of 42 outfielders and right. okay. left right. fielders. We're going
0: to crank through these calls real quick. Uh, callers, please be quick because we've got to go. David in the car, thanks for hanging on. What's going on, David? Hey, guys. Good afternoon.
5: Great show as always. Great baseball is back. Very happy about it. I just got one thing to say. I want to call out Paulie who's been calling every show today since 7 o'clock this morning. It's great to be a listener. Call up different shows. Choose a different sport. Choose a different topic. This guy has been on the same topic all day long. It is absolutely boring to have somebody call every show with the same topic. He has said the same thing all day long since 7 o'clock this morning. Well, Paulie, they, you're crazy.
0: I want David I want David and Paulie <laughs> Whoa. this coordinate David and Polly so they call at the same time tomorrow. Yeah, they so, go at it. So Brian and I can basically push our chairs back and just soak it all on in. Justin in New Hampshire. What's going on, Justin?
6: I'm getting sick of just offense. I mean, we keep on talking about the offense, offense from football, basketball, baseball. We're not focused on the defense at all and it's killing the games. Like with the Kansas City Buffalo game, great game, okay, big scores up, but no defense what's the whole point of the game
0: if we're not playing defense in any of these games? Uh, good, thanks for the call, Justin. call. Wow, I didn't expect that coming. Uh, in mean, all the sports, we've had a couple We've had a couple defense would, of concern about the red size defense. Yeah, well, calls. that's
2: certainly true, but not all the teams. I would say this. Watch the Celtics. They're pretty good at defense. And I would say this. Uh, tomorrow, I will be on at 2 o'clock, so at 2.30, if Paulie and David want to call up yes. and argue, I will give you... I will give you the platform tomorrow. David and Polly. tomorrow, my show. I'll be on at 2 o'clock, so call around 2.20-ish, and I'll get you both on. You guys can sort out your differences.
0: Is it therapeutic for you? Because usually you're driving the bus, right? And you're driving the bus in such an excellent style. It's really refreshing every time I hear your voice on the air. But is it therapeutic for you to sit in that chair, to be the guy, to be be like, I'm going to be, like, just throw the daggers once in a while, boom, 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 boom.
2: I do enjoy it. I did it with Curtis last week. I do it with Mudd every week. Yeah, and but this is just baseball. This is the yeah. greatest yeah. game let of me get my takes. Though. let me defend Verdugo. He was yeah. a good defensive player. Eighth out of forty-two yeah. left yeah. fielders. What are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah,
0: He's a good defensive it. player. Yeah. I don't get it. You're yeah, so upset over these because winning. these are not true, Rob. These are lies. There's a lot of lies in sports radio. I mean, we That's only true. tell the truth from six uh, to from four to six on Saturdays. And I am just so excited that you are going to be along my side even though we're not going to see each other's face for about a month because I'll oh, be in true. Fort
2: Myers. You'll be drinking beer when we're doing the show.
0: It may or may not be true. Twin Peaks, Remote on location. From
2: Twin Peaks. Really
4: yeah. quick note, just to interrupt. Polly just called back. He will call you tomorrow at 2.30. Oh, all right. David. there we
0: go. You got, who is it, David, the other David. caller? <laughs> David, 2.30, put it on your Google calendar. I'm so pumped, man. Let's go. I am I mean, so pumped. That's yeah, a half hour. You don't have to work. All right, Matt, ex- <laughs> excellent Stealing job, money. excellent job. Again, check all the excellence on WI.com, all the audio files. It's gonna, it was a great show, a lot of fun to be a part of. Look forward to next week. Baseball's back, baby. Dig in. I hope you helped. I hope you enjoyed the conversation, Brian. I did. It's just the beginning, my friend. All right, we'll see you next week.